Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. This is the midweek special. This is where we have a great time talking about stuff that maybe didn't make it into last week's show, or today maybe even stuff that's going to make it into this week's show, because Caroline and I, we just had a killer interview didn't we well first off i cannot believe it's midweek already like i don't know where the time goes but um it's flying summer's flying you know we ended up having going out to the coast staying out in a yurt on uh you know wednesday and thursday and 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 uh had a great time tell everybody what a yurt is like I know what a year it is because I learned about it from my San Francisco friends, but it's not like t- traditionally an East Coast thing. So tell people what okay. a year is. So a yurt, and they have these like at our state campgrounds here. So this is uh, think of a round tent that is up on a platform, and it's got like a thick, almost insulated, like it's like a quilted outside area. There's a little bit of a wood structure on the inside to make sure that holds it up so the so the walls stay up tight. But it is a round tent, and there's no guy wires on the outside that sits above the ground. So you have a couple steps to get up into it. And then you can put in bunk beds and a heater and power in there. And mm-hmm. it's not that it's condo living. I mean, you still have to walk over to the bathroom, and you still have, you know, a faucet hookup outside for camping. So it's camping in a in a in a round tent that's built up. So it's a little more luxurious than sleeping on the dirt. And they make these things like yurts can actually be quite luxurious and people can actually make them into homes. I've seen crazy situations. It only kind of reminds me of burlap. Do you know what burlap is? Mm-hmm. Like that material, not as rough, but that sort of material like a burlap. See here, they, they actually had more of a vinyl coat because these are 365 days a year. Mm. And on the coast, they get, you know, hundred inches hammered. of rain out there. So it's, <laughs> it gets hammered. There's salt water. They get abused. And so they've got the heavy duty yurts. You know, I, I wouldn't want to buy one of those cause I, they gotta be thousands and thousands of dollars for those things. But those are the high end as far as durability goes, you know, but it's cool. It was fun. You know, we had one injury to Julie, which was unfortunate. So she, uh, we were out playing with the dogs and, uh, one of the dog, our puppy decided to go run after a bird that landed next to it and uh, mm-hmm. drug her down. And then she landed in the sand and broke a finger. And I had to set her fingers because she dislocated two of them. So that was pretty brutal. Not fun. That's not fun on it. That no. happened prior to vacation, prior was, to going there. Yeah, I was at the very end of vacation. So I was like, all right. So she was a trooper. We got to looked at. She actually hairline cracked. So technically broken. So she'll be. Uh, 
out of commission on that, uh, on typing on that hand for a little bit. So she'll get it, but it's a little bit of healing going on there. To Eric in the yurt. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. It was a good time. Got to eat a lot of seafood and, and, uh, enjoy ourselves down there. So it was a lot of fun. Played a lot of Yahtzee and disconnected for a couple of days, which is something I don't do a lot of. No, that is important. And so, um, yeah. That was healthy. But hey, we were talking a little bit about our interview on Saturday. And before we talk about swimming here, I wanted to just, talk, just de- decompress from our interview we just did that you'll get to hear on Saturday on, on the day before Father's Day. We've got Constructing Hope coming on the show. And my buddy, Dave Dahl, who is the founder of Dave's Killer Bread. You probably have seen him on your grocery store shelves playing a guitar. And uh, we bring on Constructing Hope. That was a powerful interview. It's And for those of you who don't understand it, and I learned because I didn't know anything about Constructing Hope, but they basically help people who are were incarcerated and that are going to get out and need some type of direction and income and job to structure their lives so that they're able to become productive citizens. And a lot of these people, you know, they may be in for a misdemeanor or something that really isn't going to prevent them from having a future, but they feel like they have a lower self-esteem because they've been in jail or been incarcerated. So instead of them repeating a process and ending up in jail because they don't feel that they have the the wherewithal or the you know, background to have a, a job or that anybody's going to want to take them and put them in a position, this group actually comes in and helps build up their self-esteem, gets their education so they can become productive workers in the trades. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's a great program. We're going to talk about it. And if you want to go take a look at it, you can do that now. That's just con- constructinghope.org. They're doing their leveling the playing field uh, program right now where they're donating. And this is going to be something that they hope to put nationwide. But I tell you what, it is such a need out there. There's not enough people building. There's people that are coming out of prison that are ready to maybe take a different path in life, but there's not really any good services out there. So this is something that's really could make a huge change across the country by putting people that want to stop that cycle and put them into having something very constructive and filling the need for the trade. So it's a win, win, win across the board. And how badly do we need tradesmen or women? I mean, this is, I mean, every time I turn around from someone putting in pavers to electricians to plumbers, everybody's saying they can't find good help. Mm -hmm. And there's people out there that want to do that work, that want to, you know, fight for a good career. So that's, it's great. And it's great. And, and, you know, Dave Dahl is that, that, that person, you know, he's, he's that, that win. He's the guy that, you know, spent four stints in prison. And yeah. created a, you know, multi-hundred million dollar bread empire. You know, I mean, brilliant. Such a good story. And, yeah. he, you know, he's the spokesperson for this whole program, right? I mean, he's basically yeah, he's, the- he's really, you know, and he, it's not like he owns Constructing Hope. It's just a program. You know, Dave spent a lot of time going through and hiring people for his bread company back in the day when he owned it. And he would... You know, he was always doing outreach to the prisons to get people to come to come work, you know, at the bakery to cook bread. So it's just another extension of him being able to do the same thing without having the bread company. So I love that he's still even this day, you know, living well and having a great time. But at the same time, he's, you know, putting his money where the mouth is. He's getting after it and still helping people 
get their lives turned around. So that'll be an interview on Saturday you don't want to miss. And guess what? You know What's what that? I want to talk about. Ah, you want to talk about spas and pools or swim spas. Spas and swim spas. All right, let's talk about swim spas. So, so you I am on, yes, I am on the road to getting either a hot tub or a swim spa. And I've come to the conclusion that this is, it's not something you just decide, hey, one day I'm going to go get a hot tub because there's a lot to know from all of the, what the shell's made out of, how the insulation's done. And what I found fascinating, Eric, is that these spas and hot tubs are designed very similarly to a home. Did you know that they actually use, some of the companies use spray foam that's used in houses every day? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's like built like a house and it has its own filtration system. So when you're talking about all this air quality, I can get into this because the water treatment, there's ozone, there's UVC or ultraviolet light technology. And then there's these combination technologies with filtration and filters. So it's really similar to a home in a lot of weird ways, which I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, what's cool is that one thing I don't like, and maybe it's just me. One thing I don't like about the spray foam stuff is that in a hot tub, if you have a leak, you have to mm-hmm. rip all that spray foam out to get to it. Who wants to dig through foam to get to the leak? Oh, it's no, I mean, 100% right. I mean, and you don't know where the leak is, but you got to just go mining with spray foam. And that's anybody that's ever gone mining through spray foam before. It isn't fun. So that's one of the concerns that I have, even though it's a killer insult. I mean, it's great for insulating value, right? I mean, it works well. It doesn't, if it's closed cell, it's not soaking up water. That's it. But. Leaks can be horrible with hot tubs and that can cost you money. And I don't want to have to go dig in and find this little pinhole leak that's coming out on a hole on the other side of the tub because the foam is pushing it there. Yeah. Master Spas, which is the, is a company that recommends the foam. See, they go and say, oh, it's great to have the foam. My theory is I agree with you. Who wants to go through that mess where the other companies use more of a, a urethane foam, or I guess it's a urethane. Insulation, probably. Insulation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I would much rather have foam on the outside of it that has created a wall system around it so that you've got that there and it's almost like an insulated crawl space underneath the tub. I'd much rather see the outside, but I still want to have access to those jets and stuff from the bottom side if you have to get in there and do any repair work. And you will. Like most of these, if you're buying a hot tub, you're looking at a seven to eight year max on a hot tub. And even like the fiberglass. So you have these most traditional hot tubs now are made with acrylic yeah, and thick, different variants of thickness. So you would get into this because it's like countertops, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. it's this whole thing. Like, it's amazing to look at a hot tub and see the resemblance to any kind of house. So you're looking at this uh, thick acrylic. So companies like Jacuzzi and mm-hmm. um, some of the other name brands use this thicker acrylic. So that's going to hold up longer for you. But most hot tubs, it's a seven to eight year investment. And I'm not seeing a really vast difference between a hot tub that costs, let's say, $9,000 and a hot tub that costs $25,000 if you're only going to use it for seven to eight years and it's predominantly the same parts. I mean, what are you going to spend? You're spending the money for the name and the brand. Name, the jets sometimes, if it's got the stereo system, you know. I mean, stereo you can get kind of crazy lights. Bad. You know. I've, yeah. they, everybody told us the stereo systems never work well and don't get one with them. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure they have my own music system around it that's outside yeah. of that, you know. 
But, they break. but that's what happens. So you get into there and it's the spa salesman that's like, oh, but wait, you got to check this out. I've got a sale on this today. If you want to put your down payment on this, I'll have this to you in two weeks or two years <laughs> and you'll be good to go. So that's, that's interesting. And then you've been out. What's this? I'm a, if I'm going to put in a swimming pool, I want a swimming pool that I can put my feet up. Nah. I can go get on my floaties out and, you know, put my arm floaties on and get in the pool. You can do this in a swim spa. I'm going to, I'm going to argue for a swim spa. And this is the reason you can use this thing 12 months of the year. Doesn't matter the weather, the temperature, it's going to cost you $2 a day to have it heated. So that was the big thing. What's going to be the electric and think about it. If you're on solar and you're running this thing, it's like nothing. Yeah. And these are big units. So 15 feet in length, 17 feet and go 19 feet. And you've got a whole pool section. You can get in a hammock. You can do exercise. It's got a hundred different um, waves and and roughness and all of the stuff mm-hmm. that gives you that feeling of swimming. I mean, you got to check out this Michael Michael Phelps has this swim spa that is fifty four thousand dollars and something crazy. But it's got magnetics. You could get in and have the whole spa experience on one side and the whole swimming experience on the other. I mean, let me tell you, I want to put you in one, and I think you would be like. You'd have a cocktail in there and you'd be all ready to go. Yeah, but <laughs> it's awesome. I'll be honest though. And here's the thing. If I'm going to spend $54,000, I'd much rather have an in-ground pool. Yeah. But what did swimming pool, Steve, say it, it is to put in a pool now? Who has right. no, you're three times that. Yeah. 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 And you can only use this, you know, what? Okay. Let's give it four or five months out of the year in our neck of the woods. If you're in down your in Florida. Woods, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, so, I can I mean, see I get that. Las Vegas. Yeah. I get all those warmer places having pools and yeah. So that's an interesting debate. You know, what I mean, it's just an interesting debate. Um, I, I'm, I can see the argument for it. I can see that, you know, especially for someone who really wants to be able to swim in it. That hey, I'm going to do laps. You know, mm, exercise. That, that to me is the perfect for that. But I would almost be. Uh, you know, but again, now you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's, it's, it comes down to budget again, like everything else is that I would almost rather have the swimming pool for everybody to, to entertain in and then have the spa swim spa over on the other side away from it. <laughs> so that would both? be on your, per- yeah, have both. So yeah, like they're two- 500 G's hanging around. Yeah. Like just like- it's, yeah. Pool, you know? waterfall. Oh, the other thing you can get in the swim spa and also in the hot tub is you can have a waterfall action going on. That's kind of cool. You've got lights. That's cool. I could totally see you in a hot tub. You're a hot tub guy. Like, oh, I I'm total hot tub guy. Light. I am. Go- I have had <laughs> plenty of hot tubs in my life. Um, if you wanted to see the funniest thing was me, my first hot tub, sheesh, almost 20 years ago. It was a neighbor down the street moved in and he was like, I got to go to this hot tub. I don't get rid of it. I'm like. <laughs> Does it work? Well, I was told it worked when I bought the house, but it's been drained. I'm like, well, I'll take it. So we ended up getting the neighbors riding lawnmower, building a little cart, rolling it up the street, using six neighbors to put it in the backyard. And then it kind of worked. I had to do a lot of work on it to get it going, but it was free. So I could, I could spend some money on it, you know, but yeah, I love, I love hot tubs. They're great. But uh, right now I'm just not going to go out and spend 12 grand on one. Yeah. But you know, what's fascinating about a hot tub is that if you have a good fiberglass, like, so the material that the tub is made out of Mm -hmm. and the cabinetry is in good shape, 
you can fix almost anything DIY inside the hot tub for, for components. So you could really yeah. get one like the one that you had and then fix it and actually have something pretty decent. Barring, yeah, you know, no that, that shell's in place. Yeah, the shell's good. It's not leaking. You know, the parts are available. You're not having to put too many universal parts in it. Yeah, I mean, you can make it a DIY project by going up and snagging on somebody's, you know, $1,200 hot tub off Craigslist. But there's the problem is you got to be careful. There's two companies that actually make all the internal parts. That's what I was reading about. It's two manufacturers that, you know, off-label it for everybody. Yeah. And so it's interesting. So they they sell it. It's all marketing. So I guess if you're looking at Jacuzzi or you're looking at mm -hmm. Hot Springs or Bullfrog or whichever one, a lot of these are all, you know, manufactured from the same same bread, if you will. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of the same parts in it, whether you're buying mm -hmm. a, maybe a sick, I mean, I'm sure there's different grades of parts, you know, just like anything else. You know, there's probably the cheap motor and the the super high end motor that's that's higher quality, quieter. You know, there's probably different levels of stuff because, you know, there's definitely different levels when you look at hot tubs. Swimming Pool Steve gave me that insight. So check out Swimming Pool Steve if you guys want to get additional information. But he said there's two major manufacturers for all of those hot tubs. That's good to know. That's good to secrets. know for parts at least. Yeah. See, and around the house, stuff. we've got secrets. So just buy the hot tub. It really doesn't matter what you get. That's what I'm kind of learning. And then if you really get one of the ones that are on the cheaper end, it's only going to last you seven years anyway. So just upgrade when you get, an, you know, when that, when it burns out on you. Man. So it'll probably be sooner. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Well, man, we've got, and if you're out there, hey guys, just another quick note before we leave. If you're out there still shopping for dear old dad, and by the way, it is Father's Day on mm -hmm. Sunday coming up here, you know, on uh, this next weekend, if you're listening to the show here during the middle of the week when we recorded it, here's the thing. We got a great show behind us here that uh, if you just go back an episode, you can catch, or two episodes, you can catch our holiday Father's Day gift guide. It's not too late to shop. You got it. Amazon can have it to you overnight if you pay prime prices. You got it. <laughs> and some of these things you can get at the at the home improvement store. You can get, you know, you can get a few of these things, or at least you can get it ordered and say, hey, this is what it looks like. Mm. Fits in a card that way. So what do you got going on the rest of the week, Caroline? You got anything going on? I do want to plug next Tuesday, I am going to be at the Red Bank Library in New Jersey. And it's called Sustainable Red Bank. And they bring in speakers to talk about different sustainable topics and keeping New Jersey green and, and also environmentally conscious. So that's exciting. And anybody can register too. You, it's an online event too. You can do it virtually. Um, and we're going to be there talking about all kinds of good stuff about indoor air quality. So uh, Sustainable Red Bank, New Jersey, check it out. It's 7 p.m. on Tuesday night, the 21st. But you can pre-register on the website. And we looked that up, Eric. What was it? Uh, uh, so you can register at redbanklibrary.org forward slash calendar on the event page. Yeah. So you can come and listen to me talk about indoor air quality, if that interests yeah, you. Yeah. Clean air in the home. And you're going to be there live doing that, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Your first live event post-COVID. No, it hasn't been. Have you done another this have you done other live events post COVID? Not many, but yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if you'd done any. I couldn't remember if you'd done any live ones. Yep, we did. We I did one or two, I think, since. Okay. But not nothing major. Nothing yep. major. Okay. Well, cool. This is a good way for uh yeah. So if all of our audience in the area go down and say hi to she'll gonna do autographs there too? No. 
Who wants autograph from me? <laughs> you know what you'll get from me? You'll get a lecture about how bad your indoor air quality is. You won't want me to. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. That's not how you sell this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a must right, listen, every- though. All right, everybody. I got so much stuff I got to get done here. Let's get, I got to get the show mixed up, ready to go for Saturday. So I'm going to get going after this. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. You've been listening to Around Around the the House. House. It's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.